0: You know, I've been around nearly uh, 30 years now. And uh, of course, there have been a lot of tragedies to strike the country. 9-11 being the obvious one. I mean, we just went through a a global pandemic. Uh, Obviously, January 6th, worse than both of those. But I think even possibly worse (laughs) than that. I hope I'm not breaking this news to anyone. I'm sure you heard it. Maria Taylor has left ESPN. ESPN if we can all take a moment of silence to remember our fallen hero she served so honorably in this country and yet it was this country that disappointed her Maria Taylor ESPN may have forgotten you but we certainly never will rest easy old friend about it's not funny it's very serious business none of that's funny no maria taylor is it's a big deal she's left espn what the fuck are we gonna do (laughs) did it say why because they didn't give her eight million dollars what do you think
1: (laughs) where does she think she's gonna get that
0: listen craig she was owed eight million dollars a year and espn didn't give it to her
1: max kellerman who makes headlines all the time for saying dumb shit Probably gets like. Does th- he?
0: Does Max Killerman make headlines anymore?
1: When it comes to like UFC and like Tom Brady, you get guarantee once a year for that one. I don't, I don't know. He's a white man. True, but he could come also. With- I think
0: Max Killerman had some shady history. I don't want to throw that out there if I'm wrong, but let's throw
1: it. <laughs>
0: I thought there was some sort of uh, you know
1: shaky business in his history. Definitely could be wrong. Definitely could see it, but I could also see him coming out of the closet soon too.
0: Well, that's Jesus Christ. (laughs) Oh I could. I thought he might have gotten arrested on a misdemeanor or something. I'm not making (laughs) wild accusations like that. It wasn't wild. It could happen. I have no idea. Why would you say something like that about Sean McDonough or Joe Buck? (laughs) Oh, you said Max Kellerman. I'm
1: sorry. I misheard you. (laughs) Can't all be real men like Don Orsillo. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, So, yeah, Maria Taylor left ESPN. It's very sad. And uh, I guess, surprisingly, ESPN decided it would not be in their best business interest uh, to give someone who asks questions on the sideline that uh, most people don't pay attention to $8 million a year. Mm. I'm am- I-, I am amazed in a way that they made that decision. <laughs> because like, they, it seems like a lot of businesses now are just like, well, what will we get the
1: least shit for on Twitter? I think, and that seems like hiring Maria Taylor. See, I think no, I think everyone was on the same page that she was not worth that much money. Um, I guess so. I don't know, but was the woke mob uh, on on her side? No. I thought they were. So the woke mob was on her side in the Maria Taylor v. Rachel Nichols. Rachel side. Nichols, but no one thought she should have gotten $8 million dollars. Yeah, no one with Maria Taylor v. Pen and Paper. All right, well that's good.
0: And uh, I don't know, you know, the, I don't know how ESPN. Well, let me rephrase. I didn't know how ESPN was going to recover until they found this diamond in the rough. Oh my! Goodness. What's this? What's this lady's name? Uh, Malika Andrews. Malika Andrews. Yes. Uh, I almost said Malika Taylor. That's how fucking stupid I am. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I saw Kirk tweet this out. Adam Schefter. What a what a. Like that's what you say when your kid gets a participation trophy. Oh that's yeah. That's what you say doing, when an adult does their job. She's doing great. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. Look at her ask those questions. Yay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I wonder how does she do it? How did you say, hey Giannis? How you feeling after this big one? <laughs>
1: uh, hey, uh, say something about the uh, you know the hard work you put in all year to win the championship that we haven't heard every single year.
0: I could do that job. I'm not as I wouldn't do it. I'll be honest. There is a skill to that of some level. I don't know how important a skill it is, but it is. You know, you have to be you have to be uh, uh, present and a good talker and everything. Fill out a B uh, cup at least. Yeah, so I wouldn't do it as well as her, but I, but I could do that. <laughs> could do the latter. <laughs> Uh, but I, but I would do it for like, you know, $30,000
1: a year. (laughs) Oh yeah. Just fly fly me out. I'll interview people once a month or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. I get blown on Twitter for how
0: amazing my questions are. I am disabled. Don't forget.
1: Wow. She's great.
0: Uh, so yeah, let's play what Adam Schefter was talking about real quick. I don't want to spend a lot of time on this, but I just want to hear the first question to kind of get a feel for what Adam, uh, thought was so awe-inspiring.
1: When you re-signed here,
2: you said that you wanted to be a part of building a championship culture in Milwaukee for years to come. What does it mean to you to make good on that commitment in the city that
1: drafted you? That's a lot.
0: <laughs> so, if I can break that down, because there was a lot of words in there, so maybe you didn't quite understand. Maybe it was, you know, a little too, um, a little too uh, intellectual for you. It was a very heady question. But the gist of what she's saying is, uh, hey, Giannis, you wanted to win a championship and you did. How do you feel?
1: (laughs) Also with the team that drafted you.
0: (laughs) Boy, how deep. I'm sure he's going to give a great answer on this. Like, oh, I can't believe he said that.
1: I honestly didn't have an opinion on Giannis one way or the other. But after last night, I fucking love that guy.
0: It would be great if her question led to like some answer, like you know, Greeks aren't minorities, and and that's why we need to kick these people.
1: <laughs> it's I deliver, like what the fuck is this? I delivered to a Greek market today. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I was like, "You guys pumped a what?" And they're like, "He's not really Greek." And I went, "Oh, oh. really?" I went, "Okay, goodbye." <laughs> Cause he was like an immigrant.
0: <laughs> it's. I feel like Greeks are right on the border of uh, of white. I think you get they get lumped in with whites. But also not sometimes.
1: Well, he's like also African. He's he's from Nigeria, I guess originally or something. Oh, is he really? Yeah, that's what they were oh. telling. That's what they were telling me. That could be very wrong, but they were very serious.
0: My score. We should just go to them for all. Get their <laughs> number. You have their number. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Actually. Keep j- jotted down in case we ever have any questions on race or. Uh...
1: <laughs> I did enjoy him uh, attacking Kevin Durant and LeBron James, though. That was nice. Oh, Giannis. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, good for him. I mean, There's, I, I'm, I'm, I'm actually being serious. There's not enough of that in sports, honestly. No, because he's... Everyone's like, always worried about, like, yeah. you know, people shit on Conor McGregor. That's what it should be. Right. But... Right. I digress. I don't give a fuck about the Bucks. Uh You seem most excited. We got a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of topics here today. You seem most excited about uh, WW. <laughs> How could you not be? So is this... Is she doing a bit now? What's going
1: on? <laughs> I don't know when this is from or anything.
0: Neither do I, it was hard to tell. This tweet was from a couple days ago. Oh, was it? Because I haven't yeah, it's from July 18th, I think.
1: This didn't get as much buzz as the last one, it doesn't seem, but I feel like it's way worse. No,
0: it didn't come across my uh, my docket until today. Oh, you think this one's worse? I'll have to listen again. But I don't think so. I don't think this is as bad, but it's bizarre to me that she did it again. Yeah, and again, the way that it was tweeted out, I can't tell when it's from. I unfortunately, I don't, I don't usually catch the Wendy Williams show. Right. Um, but it would be hilarious because if she is doing it as a bit, I kind of respect it. Oh yeah, because
1: this could legitimately get her fired at some point. I was gonna say I'm more <laughs> impressed with the network not telling her the first time. Hey, don't do this.
0: <laughs> yeah. So let's hear. I don't. I, again, we don't know when this is from. So let us know in the chat if you know that it's uh, old. Um, and by the way You can join that chat By going to Patreon.com Slash Blind Mike uh, For Shit. as little as uh, One dollar a month Extra goodies Thank you Jerry um, So let's hear from uh, <laughs> the, gr- the great um, uh, The Grim Reaper Wendy Williams
2: <laughs> I didn't watch Lifetime all weekend I didn't get caught up In any mo- many movies And I didn't see Any sex in the city By the way A shout out to Kim Cattrall her brother was missing and I saw on the news feed this morning that he was found dead pause. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: That's that's all right. It's weird, but it's all right. It's the chipperness that she says it with. That is a problem.
0: Well, rewind it for a second. So just like what we've heard so far is a bizarre way to segue into a death. But it is like if she happened to mention sex in the city and then Kim Cattrall comes to her mind and then she realizes her brother died. I get how that train of thought could could kind of transpire. Right. She wasn't being shitty this time.
2: I didn't watch Lifetime all weekend. I didn't get caught up in any many movies and I didn't see any sex in the city. By the way, a shout out to Kim Cattrall. Her brother was missing. Now here's where it I gets saw weird. on the news feed this morning that he was found Dead. Yeah, Samantha or Samantha from Sex and the City. So, but I didn't see. Did, did anybody watch Sex and the City over the weekend? <laughs> they had a lot I of moves. The best is the crowd shot, and they're all looking around like, "What the
1: fuck did we say?" <laughs> what? I wonder. Like, this has to be edited. I feel like. I feel like we're being pranked. I I don't know because I haven't been. I'm trying to find. Because um, I'm using Cullinane retweeted it, and that's what I'm using. And I went to the guy who posted its page and I couldn't, I couldn't find it. So I'm not sure how old this is.
0: Well, I mean, even if it's 10 years old, it's funny that that she did this, but it almost feels like it's got to be edited. Oh yeah.
1: You think? Ah. Oh, uh, no, because on her, there's no cuts until the crowd, the crowd shots Uh, might be dubbed in. Oh, and she's wearing the same shit, obviously.
0: So, right. Yeah. Okay. All right. We um, keep playing because it. Mind you, she just glossed over the death of a man, <laughs> right? The tragic death, by the way, not a ninety-eight-year-old guy.
2: Movies on, like ugh, with the movies, ugh. like stupid ones that we've all seen so many times. Anyway, all right. Don't mean to bring you down, but it's time for Wendy's Pop Tropic Giveaway. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know. To start doing is uh we should go around oh, no. we should get the uh
1: what's that there is there is. some guy while she's saying this is pushing a tiki bar with balloons all over it to like within a foot of her while she and it's off screen and it's zoomed out <laughs> and that is the well, that,
0: then you know what that adds to my idea. We get the uh blind mic projects street team van out we dust it off and uh, we start going to funerals <laughs> and go, hey, just pop in and go, hey, guys, I, uh, sorry to interrupt, but uh, we got a tiki bar out here and we're having some fun. We're making some margaritas. Do you know like to
1: join us? Do you know how much money we would make? <laughs> that probably would be a good business. Oh, you know what? That actually is a business. I've never seen that in my life.
0: So uh, uh, me and the lady watch a decent amount of Shark Tank. And it was on Shark Tank. And they laughed her out of the room. They were like, oh, what a a fucking funeral business that, you know, basically gives parties instead of like sad funerals. Right. But I was like, that's brilliant. Uh, It should have just been called like Irish Wake or something like that. But I don't remember what it was called.
1: Yeah. No, but this is just, it's just so funny that this dude (laughs) with... Well it appears to be like <laughs> then a conga line. <laughs> He's holding what appears to be a magic wand in the most ridiculous bar looking thing. The only thing that would be
0: better is if this was all going on while a picture of Kim Catrell's brother was still on the screen behind
1: <laughs> <him>. <laughs>
0: It slowly fades away, just uh, as he
1: did. Yeah, Lewis, <laughs> Chef Lewis says we can only do that for people who get violently murdered.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah we pop in and, and we we kind. but here's the thing with our business we understand that we go hey hey guys uh you know i know this is emotional for you, but just so you know we got drinks outside we got a kegger going on
1: frisbee we got can jam out there <laughs> i think uh if depending we should make what however the person died theme drinks so if <laughs> so if the person got shot we only serve shots so they're yeah. constantly reminded. Car bombs, if their fucking car exploded. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> that's fun. I think we got a. I think we've got a hell of an idea here. Now we'd have to decide: is this a, is it a business idea or a prank
1: show? Both. You know, because that's a very fine line. We don't charge uh, the people who are hosting the funeral. We just, we just, uh, we just have the bar deal.
0: Right, right. Immediate family drinks free. Ooh,
1: that's good. That could be.
0: That could be a lot. That's our thing. And Wendy Williams has to be involved in some way.
1: Yeah. Wendy's wakes, we could call it. She just has to keep telling people she has more followers than everyone there combined. (laughs) (laughs) Wendy roasts the dead person. Yeah, exactly. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) I think this is a fun idea. I think this has legs. Look at this little motherfucker. What does he do?
0: (laughs) I don't care for the impression, button. It, want- it was also a bad impression because Wendy Williams sounds like an old like Jewish grandmother. I honestly didn't
1: throw a voice on because I was afraid to <laughs> Like Wendy Williams does sound like a Brooklyn Yenta <laughs> How you what? doing? Wendy's the MC <laughs> <laughs> Chef Lewis again That's right yeah, he's, he's got all the right ideas for this apparently
0: <laughs> Yeah Chef Lewis can make fun themed like hors d'oeuvres you know, hey, don't choke on that. We'll make a lot of jokes.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: I think mean, this is a million dollar idea. <laughs> he,
1: he 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 decorates the funeral parlor with like fake knives with fake blood on them. You're like, ah, oh, remember how he went?
0: Yeah, and we <laughs> just hang out. The, this is not like uh, they don't book us. We just hang out outside funeral homes. Correct.
1: Yeah. Correct. Until they kick us out, it's like we're a, we're a fun surprise. Right.
0: Exactly. <laughs> Imagine if like the, like the immediate family's inside. You know, like what? why are people late to this? Family? Where is everyone? Is <laughs> it stopping by in the way? And they come in with drinks. like, oh, sorry about that.
1: If it's a suicide by hanging, we go with uh, you know, balloons that have no helium in them, and we tie the the balloon. Knot. no strings either. <laughs> no, no, there'll be strings, but they're nooses, and they're holding <laughs> okay, the balloon. The balloon falls to the ground because there's no helium in it, so it just of looks, course looks of terrible. Course. <laughs> Those are my ideas. <laughs> Uh well, Wendy Williams, if nothing else, you've inspired a great
0: idea. Definitely. Now, let me ask you this. Can I turn this fan on now, for Christ's sake? Sure. Is this... Is that that obnoxious? Uh,
1: I can't hear it yet.
0: Okay, so I, I'm I'm cooking in here, for Christ's sake. <laughs> I need this. Whew! Um, now I, I gotta say, I listened to, uh, Speaking of Deaths. I listened to a very good show. Speaking of Deaths. And, uh... I gotta say, I think Mike overreacted. I don't think it was the greatest prank in the world. Was not. So I don't think it was worth all this buildup necessarily. But I also think Mike
1: overreacted. I agree. Now, this is coming from a man who does not have kids. Correct. That's the problem. The biggest problem wasn't that it happened. It was right. that he didn't tell his wife.
0: Yeah, well, so also, uh, coming from a man who doesn't have kids, but I will say, the reason I think he's overreacting is these, the gearheads are good people. <laughs> you know, how dare he think that the likes of Chef Lewis is going to come by and, you know, so the- with some piano wire.
1: <laughs> so the, the episode prior, um, we, were, we played a video of someone who got shot for making fun of Nipsey Hussle.
0: Yeah, I don't exactly roll with that kind of crew I don't know if you guys have other different. Maybe it's a different
1: fan base than mine Right, but the thing was, the person <laughs> talked shit Then Mike made a joke, and I was like I'm staying out of this one, put it on him And then I just happened to be delivering Next to it, like right near his house So I was yeah. like, I'll just play this fun thing And I wasn't necessarily even doing it For the show, but his initial reaction Made me hold on to the information Sure Because he was like, dude, what the fuck is this? Is this you? And I was like, no of course not.
0: Do you think if you let it go to the end of the episode that he would still be on that program?
1: Um, yeah. I you think. do? Yeah. See, we,
0: I think if you let it go to the end of the episode, he would have quit afterwards.
1: Well, I didn't let it go to the end of the episode because he was such a fucking miserable cunt. That's, well, that's my point. That was, so I'm saying if you let him sit like that for another hour... It would have been the worst show ever until the very end. Yeah.
0: And I have to say, uh, maybe it was because I knew going into it mm-hmm. but i didn't care for matt's uh, vaudeville acting why <laughs> is the is there a security camera that could have caught that
1: <laughs> faking intrigue <laughs> we were we were giving uh uh him very like a ton of clues in the beginning that it was me and that matt knew that that, yeah. be, that being one of them. He kept like, saying stuff, and I'm like, shut the fuck up.
0: Oh, here's the, other pl- here's the other area you fucked up, I think. I
1: fucked up in a lot
0: of spots. Please. Well, not from my perspective. No, you didn't. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I picked up on different things than uh, Mike got angry about. Yeah. Uh, the other thing was that he knew it was you, and you said, no, it wasn't me. Right. Like, when he knew it was you, you should have been like, ah, a bit over, I guess. Fuck.
1: Well, he thought, he thought it was me. He asked if it was me. He didn't know it was me. Yeah, I guess. But I uh, i don't know. I was, I was going to give it like one more reply before I caved, and then he went, well, fuck. So <laughs> I got him back.
0: Well, go listen. To, if you don't know what we're talking about, make sure you uh, listen to a very good show. Mike has uh, a stalker available now. Yeah, subscribe to that. Give a uh, the old five-star review and all that. Hmm. Um, we should leave it to the people. Those of you in the chat,
1: let us know. Um, tomorrow night, should we do a regular live stream or should we do a uh, board meeting? Yeah, let's ask the people that are going to be a majority not able to do it. <laughs> and should we? Uh, why do you say that? The ten dollar, one dollar, the one dollar and five dollar outnumbers the ten. Oh
0: well, you you didn't hear what I was just about to say, wise guy. Ah, oh, I cut you. I was off. gonna say, should we open it up to the five dollar people? That's up to the ten dollar people. Are well, you? Well, because we already did one this month. To be fair, we did a board meeting. That's true. So we could open it up to the, the five dollar peeps. I feel like we have to call it something else. And then you one dollar uh, dirt bags can pound sand. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I love all the one dollar members. However, to the five and ten dollar members, we provide. <laughs> oh, f- <laughs> I have forty eight tabs. <laughs> we provide goodies. <laughs> extra goodies. Thank you, Jerry. <laughs> We got one Jerry drop. I just like to play.
1: <laughs> we have what currently one drop for the show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we just do it for everything, like Maria. Ta- yeah, well, you know this Maria Taylor. She's extra, asking for too much money. Extra goodies. That's right. Exactly, that's what she wants, Jerry. <laughs> uh, by the way, while we're talking about this nonsense, go check out a uh, Matt from Rhode Island, the Vaulted Podcast. If you need a, uh, you know, if you're looking to get into the podcast biz. We're going to do a podcast yourself. Did you see, Check uh,
1: out of Podcasts and they'll help well, you Hold out. on. Before you, uh, before you you know, promote him too much, did you see him extra burn us today on Twitter? No, what did he say? Oh. Uh, he responded to something on either the show page or yours and said... Uh, you guys, you, you want you want me to cut clips without it looking like you two are bombing? I'm only made of flesh and bone <laughs> or something <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs>
0: You know you got a you got a promotion. <laughs> that's very funny. That was funny. I didn't see that. No, that's good. <laughs> uh, I said me specifically, Matt. Damn it. <laughs> You don't take shots at me. Take shots at this guy.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I thought it. I'm surprised he went with that route rather than just trashing me for not finding that sound right away. Right, (laughs) that would have been. (laughs) He's an equal opportunity burner. It's pretty good.
0: Could we play that now? If I wanted to, the Mark Maron burn on Joe Rogan because now it's got some steam. I'm seeing articles about. it. Is it? uh, I can. I can go back. Yeah, it's not worth it. Yeah,
1: probably not.
0: Go to Patreon.com. I dissected it.
1: (laughs) Mark Maron mocked Joe Rogan. Uh, did you listen to uh, Shane on Rogan today? Oh, it's out? It's finally out. Oh, this probably wasn't the greatest day to be like,
0: hey, I wonder if Shane's coming on.
1: <laughs> he cleared the um, three-hour mark, which I was happy about. That's good. I have like four. How was it? Don't tell me too much, but how was it? I have 40 minutes left, uh, and it's, it's awesome so far. It's just nice, so seeing, nice. seeing him in, in that, like, that setting.
0: I assume they talk about everything.
1: Oh, yeah, he gets into the most detail I've ever heard him talk about it in, so that's nice. Interesting, yeah. yeah. Was he
0: on alone? Yep. Okay, because there was some tweet that made me think uh, Ari Shafir was down there with so th- him. It's odd to me now that Rogan is having guy like, like now he's had Alex Jones on, he had Shane Gillis on now. Mm-hmm. So it's odd to me, like, there's speculation that he can't
1: have Ari Shafir or Joey Diaz or these guys on. He said he did um, Rogan's show, so I'm assuming that's coming out tomorrow. Oh Shafir, yeah.
0: Oh, good. Okay. All um, right. Well, but keep your him, eyes peeled for
1: that. Ari and Shane are both staying at Tim Dillon's house while he's not there. Well, that's fun. That's what it was. But oh, what <laughs> I was saying that. is there was um, there was subtle um jabs, I think, at Mark Marin. Oh really? Yeah.
0: Oh, are you sure? Because that it was f- taped before that happened.
1: Was it before? Or was it like a day or two after?
0: Uh so Two Bears One Cave came out Monday. Because I'm I would be And they recorded Rogan. You texted me that screenshot last week.
1: Right. But I'm also Um the Two Bears shit gets recorded like a month in advance.
0: Yeah, but they're not gonna what are they gonna DM Rogan and be like, hey, just so you know, we talk shit
1: about you. Tom Segura, who's like one of his best friends, being like Oh, you might be right. You might be right. Hey, this was said because uh Rogan went into like this brief it wasn't worth cutting, I don't think, but it 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 was worth. He said this brief thing that he was comparing his life to having like a fenced garden with all in like or so, it was like some weird fucking thing from some other podcaster, but he was basically yeah. saying people are jealous and don't have comedian friends always bash everyone inside the fence.
0: You might you might be right that I mean that makes sense if that's what it is. Yeah, I'm willing to wildly speculate, and you could tell in that two bears clip uh, that. Tom Segura was very uncalled. like He was debating do I am I one of the guys Palling around with Mark Or do I protect my buddy Joe here like he didn't really Know what to do
1: <laughs> he could have like doubled down And Joe would have taken it as the joke I think probably Probably it was either do that or say nothing Like he did there was no like right in the middle I don't think yeah.
0: well uh, Go check that out if you... I like that we just promote Like not just bigger
1: Podcasts but like the
0: biggest Podcast <laughs> You know yeah yeah. I'm like, you know, you should listen to uh, the Kirkmanahan show, uh, Two Bears, One Cave. Uh, check them out. <laughs> Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> hey, check out Barstool Sports sometimes. I don't know if you've heard of them.
1: <laughs> uh, oh, dude. I won't tell you what it is, but Shane has an ultra bomb that bugs him for like an hour and a half during the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rogan doesn't laugh at anything. That's the weird thing when he has comedians on. To be fair to Rogan, I wouldn't have either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it was funny. No, that's good.
0: Yeah. Uh yeah, so this is your last chance folks. If you're listening to this for free, don't bother, but uh uh Shane Gillis is here this weekend. So if you want to hear him on the Blind Mike project,
1: you know what to do. Shout out PGA Minahan who's in the coerce who, this man who's in the comments right now. I saw him on yes. on Twitter getting after it.
0: Make uh, 10 million fake accounts
1: and uh, just just pester him. Howard Stern style. Yeah. This is this is our <laughs> board meeting. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Tomorrow night we plan. <laughs> tomorrow night we get down to business.
0: <laughs> um. So, <clears throat> this article fascinated me that I sent you. Oh, did it? <laughs> there's a little for the uh, for the Minifans. There's a little Cullen vibe to it. Although I don't know that there's like out now lies necessarily. Hmm. Um, just First of all, just read the headline To give people a vibe of what we're dealing with
1: <clears throat> I'm sorry, but it's too late Alabama doctor on treating unvaccinated Dying COVID patients <laughs> <laughs> Yeah Now, it gets worse Because the full quote is even worse than that Yes, it is
0: Would you like uh, that So, one? So, uh, for those of you that don't know Evidently, in uh, Al- Alabama's got like, the worst rate Of vaccinations, right? Uh, I think currently yeah, or, or it's, it's one of the it's at the bottom of the list and uh, they're trying to convince people, you know, the threatening to go door to door didn't really work. <laughs> so uh, now they're just threatening them with death, basically.
1: <laughs> so uh, go ahead and read some of this. Uh, I'm admitting young, healthy people to the hospital with very serious covid infections, wrote Cobia, the doctor at the hospital. One of the last things they do before they're intubated Is beg me for the vaccine I hold their hand And I tell them that I'm sorry But it's too late Now someone responded to me on Twitter
0: And said oh yeah I, I prefer a real fun va- uh, uh, Incubation what do you mean Mike And I was like yeah I would prefer they try to make it fun and light Yeah I don't, I don't want the grim reaper as my fucking doctor
1: when you're in the hospital, you're always thinking, I'm going to be fine. We're just going to get through it. I'm not, I don't need one of the doctors to come up and be like, yo, it's too fucking late.
0: Yeah, not with Dr. Gloom here. It's like, well, you don't stand a chance. Doc- Dr. Doom. <laughs> let, me, let me hold your hand, friend. <laughs> let me hold your hand and reassure you that I am the last face you will see. <laughs> you aren't leaving this hospital. Do you understand? <laughs> now have a nice incubation.
1: <laughs> that's what you want, right? Absolutely. It's good bedside manner. You know what? Give me no hope, so my body kills itself on top of this virus killing it. I also like. Could you read reread the way that's phrased? Sure can. Please. Uh, one of the last things they do before they're intubated is beg me for the vaccine. I hold. Please, <laughs> please, doctor. <laughs> Please, I'll suck your dick. Please, I'm begging. You. I'll do anything. And right at that point is when they're like supposed they're they're expecting the doctor to say it's gonna be okay, and they walk away, and it just kind of makes them go ah, like that little. Ah. What you
0: say is, hey, we can't give you. We it's too late for the vaccine, but you know, hopefully, we're gonna we're gonna try and make everything all right here. Don't worry, don't panic,
1: right? Because panic does not help.
0: Like, do you say to cancer patients, like, hey? This is probably your last chance. <laughs> hey, hey, yeah, I mean, head in for chemo if you want, but I think whew, you ain't coming down for supper, if
1: you know what I'm saying. I hold their hand and tell them I'm sorry, but it's too late.
0: <laughs> oh, wait, no, what's the
1: what do they what do they say in response to that? Is that right there?
0: Uh,
1: no, that's the end of the sentence.
0: It's uh, it's something. How is it phrased? they beg for the vaccine. Yeah, we'll read the begged thing again. Maybe that'll inspire my memory.
1: <laughs> One of the last things they do before they're intubated is beg me for their va- for the vaccine. I hold their <laughs> hand and tell them I'm sorry, but it's too late.
0: Maybe that's what I was thinking of. Just cuz I I kept picturing all day. This made me laugh all day. I was so excited <laughs> for the show cuz I just kept thinking about them saying like Joe Biden was right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It would probably sound more like Joe Biden (laughs) Like the last gasp
0: for air Is some political (laughs) statement (laughs) We should have listened To Fauci (laughs) He just wanted What was best for us
1: (laughs) And then Rand Paul jumps out of the Closet and punches you Just to end it
0: (laughs) Tell my kids To vote Democrat (laughs) Trump wasn't right <laughs> like, that, like that's what they're thinking about in their evidently dying moments which they probably didn't think until you told them
1: <laughs> oh man think how many people would be vaccinated right now if they didn't have kamala harris and biden saying they would never take it <laughs> if i'm getting closer and closer to having to just getting it me too get moderna I, though moderna well, yeah but what's keeping me from getting
0: it Is them being like, we're going to come to your house Yeah, exactly (laughs) And we're going to scare the shit out of
1: you Did you get to to that portion of Very Good Show? When I talked about that? No, not yet So, I delivered to Pfizer and Moderna last week Mm -hmm. And this is what sold me on it I went to Pfizer Everyone's masked up, I gotta sanitize my hands Still before I go in, temperature check Sign in, all that shit And I was like, all right. and I went to Moderna No one had a mask on or gave a shit So they trust theirs, Pfizer does not trust theirs is what I—that's well, t- good. good to know. That's what I took out of it. <laughs> it makes sense. The big, were, and it's not like, and it's like their big plants.
0: Yeah, you heard it here first, for, uh, people. That is medical advice. I mean, so make sure you sue us if you take that seriously.
1: I'm just telling you what I saw and what made me want Moderna, not Pfizer.
0: No, I know what you mean. Yeah, that's the. I'm like, uh, YouTube will take us down now. I'm sure. <laughs> you well, giving me- medical advice.
1: Now, they'll keep us up and maybe, like, promote it because I said, go get it.
0: Oh, that's true. All right. Go, yeah, go get it, folks.
1: Go get Moderna. Don't get the phone. <laughs> not phone. Get Moderna.
0: Read the, uh, uh, the, ne- the next quote I pointed out to you. So this is, uh, you know, the people have expired. <laughs> <laughs> they, they begged the doctor for help and the doctor said, uh, no. <laughs> I don't want to help you. <laughs> A because few- you didn't vote for the people that I voted for. And then, uh, and then they have to go out and talk to the family. So this is literally, they create a scene out of Arrested Development, pretty much.
1: <laughs> exactly. Uh, a few days later, when I call, the time of death, continued Cobia on Facebook. A few days? <laughs> this is a fucking Facebook post? I didn't even realize that.
0: This that process takes days, or is she just like kicking her feet up, like ah, I'll get to it. It's just fucking no. I think vaccinated people that are dying.
1: I think from intubation to death is what she means. A few days. Oh, incubation. In I thought it was intubation. Oh, whatever. Agree to disagree. Isn't incubate when you like heat up an egg for it to hatch? That's pretty much what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. It is intubated. By the way, I was right. Oh, really? Yep. Damn, I feel silly. <laughs> a few days later, when I call the time of death, I hug their family members and tell them the best way to honor their loved one is to go get vaccinated and encourage everyone they know to do the same.
0: <laughs> I'd be like, hey, lady, how about you give it a minute before you jump right into uh, your political spiel? This is
1: Biden's version of a Russian bot, right?
0: Hey, uh, I'm actually just grieving the loss of my mother. Would you mind if uh, you gave me a few seconds here?
1: <laughs> I say to them, listen here, Jack, as I put my aviators on while licking my ice cream. I mean, there was nothing I could do. I mean, I hug them. <laughs> yeah, also, are doctors supposed to hug the family? Um, I don't know if that doesn't a- seem normal. No, but I can't... Come on, bring it in! I can't imagine... We both knew it. We're both yeah. mourning here. Yeah, you know, I, you knew him a little better than me, but... I can't imagine them stopping it or firing them for it.
0: Well, right, but uh, it just seems so little unprofessional.
1: Yeah.
0: Come on, bring it in! Let the big bear get his paws on you.
1: <laughs> this is... this. I'm going to read the beginning... At least, I'm going to start reading the next quote. Please. <laughs> they cry... First sentence. Over. (laughs) And they tell me they didn't know. They thought it was a hoax. They thought it was political. They thought because they had a certain blood type or certain skin color, they wouldn't get as sick. They thought it was just- This is what I was
0: looking for, by the way. Thank
1: you. Okay. They thought it was just the flu. But they were wrong. And then they wish they could go back. But they can't. So they thank me, and then they go get the vaccine. And she I go, leans in and says, there's no turning back Hold, hold the fuck on, Mike. I have to read this next part in she one She says, piece.
0: you're too late, <laughs> motherfucker.
1: That's literally the, the fucking uh, way I read this is that mood. <laughs> <laughs> no! No! I don't. Yeah, I don't care that grandma just died. What do I do now? This this is the best. So, th- so they thank me and they go get the vaccine, and I go back to my office, write their death note, and say a small prayer. Oh, I'm sure she does. That this loss will save more lives.
0: Please, please let Johnny's death save a few more lives. I know they were Republican, but they didn't know any better. They made a mistake. Damn it!
1: They fucked their family down here.
0: If only I had gotten
1: to them in time. <laughs> no more crawfish, Dennis.
0: Yeah, so please read that whole thing again, because I think
1: that's that's gold. Um, They cry, and they tell me they didn't know. They thought it was a hoax. They thought it was political. They thought because they had a certain blood type or a certain skin color, they wouldn't get as sick. They thought it was just the flu, but they were wrong, and they wish they could go back, but they can't. So they thank me and then they go get the vaccine and I go back to my office, write their death note and say a small prayer that this loss will save more lives. This is where every
0: every liberal that's ever quoted or writes a story thinks they have this like poignant, powerful moment like that Ruth Conda forever bullshit from a few months ago. It's the same like everything needs to be this powerful statement, you know. I straightened my tie and I like everything is this big cinematic moment for them.
1: You know, when someone's dying right in front of me, I'm very aware of everything going on around me.
0: But also, like, let's say, you know, let's say, God forbid, your wife passes away is the first thing. And I use that very specifically because it would be
1: a horrible tragedy. I was gonna say, no, yeah, we couldn't use a hypothetical person's wife. But yeah, we'll use mine. Well, all right. My wife, my wife
0: passes away. There we go. Is the first thing I'm thinking of,
1: like, boy, you know, Trump really led us astray. <laughs> <laughs> when it was son the of a fuck, bitch. It was the goddamn fucking Democrats that did because they said they weren't going to fucking get it because Trump initiated Operation Warp Speed. Oh, hey. Fuck you, Ted. You know I'm right.
0: I, I like more to focus on the idea that, uh... So tell me. You be the doctor. Okay. And tell me my wife has passed away.
1: A, uh... Hey Mike, how you doing? Hi, is there, how's how's everything? Um, well, pretty. Good. Oh, with your wife, you mean? Sorry, sorry. Uh, not good. Yeah, yeah. What else? Well, okay. I thought you were just asking me how my day was. Uh, yeah, you. No, no. So everything's fine. That it seems like, right? Uh, actually, no. Your your wife uh, passed away like two hours ago. From from what? Uh, COVID. Obviously not COVID. No, no, definitely COVID. <laughs>
0: I'll tell you that Desantis was wrong. <laughs> What did you say, motherfucker? Boy, I'll tell you. The left was right on this one. I've got egg on my face. The guy next to you in the waiting
1: room is just like, those fucking Democrats.
0: And I turn to him and I say, hey, you'll see next.
1: Hey, hey, this COVID, this COVID devil coming for your kids. It's really going to catch you, motherfucker.
0: Now, do you think. Like, she says, she's quoting these people, evidently, or at least paraphrasing them.
1: By the way, the doctor in this is always uh, wearing aviators and eating ice cream because it's definitely Joe Biden writing this. He's <laughs> very cool, yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: so the doctor says, hey, uh, you know, your, your wife has COVID. And the person receiving that news says, but I thought it was just for blacks. <laughs> You're
1: telling me that's said in the waiting room? <laughs> what? Because Cobia is a uh, this is a white woman from the picture. So. Oh, I mean, I would assume so. Only a white woman woman would come up with this dreck. That's very true. <laughs> that is literally only a white woman would say this horseshit. <laughs> yeah, the article isn't written. Mm-mm. I walked in there and said, uh-uh, "I ain't walking through them doors." <laughs> Imagine one person
0: saying, like. Hey, uh, you know, Uncle Uncle Frank died of COVID, and they're like, "But I thought it was just the flu. I thought it was based on race or blood type." Like they have this, <laughs> they're doing Manchurian Candidate I was, moment.
1: I was, gonna, <laughs> I was gonna say they're doing like a Broadway performance. Their arms, <laughs> their arms are going up in each direction. Like, ah, I thought, twas not I
0: that would catch the disease. <laughs> yes, it has affected me most of all. <laughs> <laughs> who's gonna cook my dinners <laughs> if only we had more time and the doctor's like it's not about time you should have gotten the vaccine and she looks at the camera
1: <laughs> <laughs> are you recording this this a real Jim Halpert moment <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna use this footage for that'd be great if like there was like a uh a va- I'll just say a blanket statement, like a vaccine representative in the corner of every waiting room. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Yeah, your uh, your spouse died of COVID. And then it zooms in over the living spouse's shoulder to just the exactly just the Oops. The, the Jim <laughs> Alpert. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do? They should have gotten vaccinated. <laughs>
0: I mean, that's wild. Like, I am, I, I, I'm so close to just getting it because I was thinking of like the numbers are going up, right? Yeah. That's what I'm told, anyways.
1: That's what, yeah. But the, the key thing, the numbers are going up, but they're not reporting hospitalizations anymore.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, re- regardless, numbers are going up. And I heard, uh, I was actually listening to the Legion of Skanks and Bo- their producer, Bobby Hutch, has it. And just hearing his voice, I was like, you know what? Even if I get it and I'm fine from it, I don't want to get f- f- sick. You know right. what I mean? I don't want to lose my voice or my sense of smell or any of that bullshit. Right. So uh, maybe I'll get it, and I want to travel. Like I have a, a flight in November I have to take. Like maybe I should just get it. Maybe it would be the smart thing. And then they come out with this shit, and I'm like, God, I can't give it to them I just can't. I can't give them this one. I'm 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 about to just cave. I think. I know,
1: I'm, w- I'm with
0: you, but then like I see shit like this, and I'm like, ah. Dear.
1: I'm like, I'm just going to cave and get it, because if if this thing kills everyone in five years, at least I won't be left by myself while everyone around me dies, is how I'm going to. That is also true. That's how I'm going to i it. I would like to die if everyone's gone. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be left alone.
0: I am not, uh, I think I've said this before, but I'm not Will Smith, and I am Legend. <laughs> oh. It's not me and my dog coming up with the cure, the remedy.
1: I could be Will Smith. <laughs> what was that? I was pounding my safe.
0: <laughs> oh, I think you actually got a knock.
1: <laughs> no, I was knocking on my safe, yes. Ah, uh, very good. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't think there there wasn't much
0: in that, much else in that story that interested you, was there?
1: I mean, you can see what the, there's another quote, but it didn't look, uh, it didn't look as, as fun. juicy. Yeah. Um, you can, uh, Yeah, no, I'll just keep going. All
0: right. But yeah, I thought that was pretty crazy. And then you seemed fired oh, up about- wait, uh, wait, wait.
1: There is definitely- Oh, boy. All right. <laughs> there is- just when we thought we, we could move on. I just unintentionally sounded like Chip Tripperson. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I got one. <laughs> I, do, I do have one. Yeah. And, now, <laughs> and now all you really see is their fear and their regret. And even though I may walk into the room thinking, okay, this is your fault and you did this to yourself-
0: that's great that's a good doctor <laughs> you know I like a doctor that has to learn a lesson from delivering a news of a death yeah eh, this will be no big deal it was their fault they deserved it <laughs> yeah. and then you realize oh these
1: are people I didn't know and this is the best part uh, it's your it's, uh, you did this to yourself when I leave the room I just see a person that's really suffering and that is so regretful for the choice that they made. (laughs) They're making it sound like everyone that is dying in the hospital is with the person that gave them COVID. Like, they have to stick together.
0: I like the uh, Brian song moment. Like, the COVID uh, victim is just in the bed.
1: (laughs) Please, please doc, I just want a second chance at this. I have to get the vaccine this time.
0: (laughs) And the doctor leans in.
1: And says, "You're too late." (laughs) That's that's literally what she's doing. It's all over. (laughs) I wish (laughs) you're done. Like that's get the
0: hell out of (laughs) here.
1: It's not even a joke. That's literally how this is reading. Is that exact situation?
0: (laughs) It is a. Evidently, there is a mix of uh, the greatest sketch comedy you can imagine. Or the most horrific drama happening in Alabama
1: hospitals. <laughs> Jesus
0: Christ. Uh,
1: all these kids are about to go back to school. No mask mandates are in a place. or uh, There's no mask mandates in place at all. 70% of Alabama is unvaccinated. Of course, no kids are vaccinated for the most part because they can't be. So it feels like impending doom. <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> This shows this this woman with her family which is a shows weird this woman with a meat cleaver. It's a weird uh <laughs> sharpening it with her teeth. She's just going to kill everyone. <laughs> uh
0: so yeah, that's that's terrific. That's what you want. Out of your, you know, I understand Someone like I can't I couldn't get over this. Someone said this to me on Twitter where they're like uh well what do you want from the doctor? And I was a little lighter, a little more levity. You know, I'm not asking for Patch Adams, but Jesus, (laughs) give me something.
1: This is good. I try to be very (laughs) non-judgmental when I'm getting a new COVID patient.
0: That's that's you trying, lady. (laughs) It's
1: like the complete opposite.
0: I hate to see when you knock off work and really start talking shit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But I really just start, this is when it crosses, I think, a line, I really just start asking them, why haven't you gotten the vaccine?
0: <laughs> It'd be great if, she, if she's on the border of literally just saying, uh, you know, and then when they flatline, I can't help but sit back and smile because I know I made the right decision and they did not.
1: It says, uh, why, uh, why haven't you got the vaccine? And then, <laughs> and then I'll just ask it point blank in the least judgmental way possible. <laughs> In the least judgmental way possible, I ask, "The fuck is wrong with you? What the fuck is going on with you?"
0: In a very, in a very non-judgmental uh, way, I say, uh, "Are you fucking retarded?" <laughs> <laughs> in in the most compassionate way I can think of, I just say, like, "Are you are you retarded or you, what's going on? Are you are you slow there? Are you a fucking idiot?" <laughs> Yeah, it's very, you know, in a very compassionate, empathetic way, I say, uh, you're a fucking idiot. (laughs) 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 This is, if this is, I hope this isn't true, because if it is, she's the worst doctor on the planet.
1: (laughs) Hey, fucking stupid idiot fuckhead.
0: Or she. Let me rephrase. She should at least be in the research lab, and maybe not dealing with the families. <laughs> you know, maybe take her out of the waiting room.
1: Hey, uh, did you know that you killed this person? I didn't. I didn't catch COVID or give it to him. Yeah, it's your fucking fault. And people hey. just like you. It's just racism about vaccines.
0: People just like you. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see this? It means not welcome. It's a fucking vaccine card.
1: Oh man, I can't say that. I'm right. You're a COVID lover, aren't you? Oh boy, thank God you didn't say it. I wasn't gonna actually say it. I was gonna abbreviate, and I was like, that's still bad. I'm not going there. Oh, yeah. Hey, do you, do you, uh, do you have the vaccine? No. Uh, that, that's your water cooler over there. <laughs> get the fuck away from me. <laughs> Just,
0: I like this lady kind of walking by the waiting room and a panicked family is like, doc, do you have any news for us? And she's like, what news on who? And they're like, uh, my uncle Tim. And she's like, Oh, that fucking douchebag. <laughs> what do you think? He didn't get the vaccine. Did he? <laughs> he didn't get vaccinated. Fuck him. What the fuck do you think happened?
1: <laughs> Gotta be honest. I was kind of pumped when he died. <laughs> I'll be honest, we're not even doing anything back here to try
0: and help him. We just figured he was doomed from the second he got in. Were you guys close, actually? <laughs> no, we got a big game of ping pong going back here.
1: <laughs> <sighs> the, COVID, uh, the racist COVID doctor. <laughs>
0: yeah. That, that would, honestly, that would have been a great SNL sketch
1: it would have been awesome Something like that but i feel like you're not allowed to do that now right this would be a perfect for gillian keeves cuz they could cross the line a little
0: oh uh, well, we'll pitch it to them there we go get them on the horn we've got a big idea tell shane gillis and matt mccusker who will be in boston this weekend yes tell them we've got a big idea for them very <laughs> big idea we need to pitch them in person mike so and i got to come on the podcast
1: for mike, mike and myself will also be there
0: yeah Whoa. and tell them we're not going to tell them the idea until they agree to come on the podcast. <laughs> That'll get them for sure. <laughs> and P.J. Minahan, if you're not doing your job, I'm going to have to, you're going to be fired and I will have to replace you with Craig, quite frankly, to cut these clips.
1: That's true. He's probably, he's pretty quick at it, actually. <laughs> it's going to be hard at work. Yeah. So you know what used to take me so long is I would edit the audio on top of the video from StreamYard because the audio sucks on it. So then it would sound awesome. Over the, But it takes so fucking Six long. Six days. <laughs> it takes so long to export it after that. Yeah. I'm like, uh, hey, remember the show from a uh, couple weeks ago? Still uploading. It's coming. It's a clip. You can listen to it. It's <laughs> coming. I swear to God.
0: <laughs> uh, you So you seemed all fired up about uh, Neon Dion. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I was. <laughs>
0: I didn't really give that much of a fuck, but uh, he is wrong, right? Very much so. Yeah, so I saw... I mean, like, I think the Barstool crowd defended him because he's a Barstool guy. Yeah. But he comes off as a real fucking asshole a in this
1: dick, thing. A fucking wicked dickhead.
0: And it was funny today to see all the people like... Uh, well, you know, there's video of uh, Nick Saban being called Nick 15 times in an interview.
1: Right. But when, when, <laughs> when you go by... Hey, I'm Coach Prime. You can't say shit in a fucking interview when someone's treating you with respect to start. Well, also... And I mean, you worked for Barstool Sports a
0: year ago. Right. You know, you know what I mean? Like, not that he's a shithead because of that. I'm saying, like, he he's not this wildly professional, uptight, you got to call me coach kind of a guy. Doesn't seem that way. You know what I mean? You were making uh, funny goofs with Big Cat and PFT. <laughs> <laughs> a- you know, you're not, you're not Nick Saban. You're not the same type of guy. And you shouldn't. Honestly, you shouldn't want to be. No. Like Nick Saban and Bill Belichick
1: seem like they live kind of miserable lives. Big time. But that's like, like their families probably hate them. <laughs> their families probably love them because they're never around and they just get to spend all their money while they sit in a fucking closet.
0: Maybe, yeah. Maybe their wives like it now that they don't have kids
1: to take care of. But <laughs> <laughs> doesn't Belichick date like some 30 year old or isn't he? Isn't she wicked young? They
0: don't have young kids though, do they?
1: They could. She's probably still fertile. And I, I think guys can kind of make kids until they're dead. Oh, I know that. I just didn't know. I didn't think Belichick had a young child. I don't think so, but I'm saying it could. No, uh, just as a, I was trying to think of an example, bad one. No, my hand problem. up. Bad example. Well, let's listen. Regardless, let's listen to. Uh, let's let's hear Prime. No, I ah ah, Coach. Oh, I'm
0: sorry. I'm my jeez, my mistake. We just, imagine if he like uh, copyright claimed this video? He's like, they called me Prime. <laughs> <laughs> They'll show some respect. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> fucking Coach. <laughs> us you're up. Hey Dion, I was just wondering if you could. Oh, uh, on, let's back up a little bit. You don't call Nick Saban. I gotta, I gotta say, I think he was just trying to get out of this interview because that was the quickest jump on that I've ever seen in my life.
0: I was gonna say that. Where like, did something happen before this
1: that we aren't seeing? I don't think so. But he literally jumps. I think he was just sick of the interview. Like he, because he's the what these are is. He'll sit there and people get brought up like like on a stream yard or whatever, ask a yeah. question, get kicked off. Someone else comes on. So they ask this guy comes up and he goes, Hey, Dion, like very nicely. And Dion just jumps down his throat. There has to be. I was kind of
0: waiting. I didn't see this all day. I was kind of waiting to see something like these two have a history. You
1: yeah. know what I mean? Like if this guy's constantly an asshole to him. I love this guy, by the way. who Just because of this? Well, the follow-up after he explodes.
0: Yeah, so uh, go all the way back just to hear the one second
1: yeah. <laughs> that it took Dion to get all fired up about this. It, it wasn't even that long, I don't think. Sus, so you're up. Hey, Dion, I was just wondering if you could... Uh... Oh, hold on, let's back up a little
0: bit. You don't call Nick Saban Nick. Don't call me Dion. Call okay. <laughs> <I don't laughs> Nick Saban uh, Nick. It's, don't, it's you like don't, he no, you knew
1: don't. it was coming. That's what I mean. It's
0: like he's like, ah, this motherfucker's gonna call me Dion, and I'm gonna cut him off real quick. <laughs> Us. You're up, hey Dion. I was just wondering if you could. Uh, oh, hold on. let's back up a little bit. You don't call Nick Saban Nick. Don't call me Dion. Now, okay, I call Nick Saban Nick. Yeah, you don't. Don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. That's a lie. <laughs> you, if you call Nick Nick. You know you get cussed out on the spot. So don't do that to me. Treat me like Nick. I'm him uh, this though. It seems like he's being kind of affable so far. Uh, you know what I mean? Like it seems like he's joking around a little bit. You can nicely
1: say cunty things.
0: Well, that but that's my point, though. He's he I
1: think he's being it seemed like he was being playful. I don't think so. Just, you know what I mean? Like being an asshole, but in a playful manner. Well, the way you can tell he's not is the face he's making, which I don't know if you can see. Sure. Uh, Wasn't being sarcastic. I don't know if it's on your phone, if you can see it. Um, right. But then this kid, <laughs> this kid just goes, he just doubles down right after, which is the best part.
0: Okay, will uh, call Nick Nick. No, you don't. No, you don't.
1: That's a lie. You,
0: if you call Nick, Nick, you know you'll get cussed out on the spot. So don't do that to me. Treat me like Nick. <laughs>
1: i um, right. Just, uh, and has uh. gone. He goes, okay, Dion. <laughs> I got, I will say I
0: like that. He's being kind of a smarmy douche a little bit, yep. but I respect that a lot more than like the guys in New England who bought Bill Belichick, like, presents for his grandchild or something. Did they do that? you remember that? No. Oh, yeah. Media members, like, chipped in and bought Bill Belichick's grandson, like, a stroller or some bullshit. Because
1: Belichick can't <laughs>
0: fucking afford it. Right. Exactly. But not only that, you're supposed to be objectively covering the guy. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, the I mean, the greatest ever, and I reference it as often as I can, but uh, uh, Pete Abraham, the Red Sox beat writer. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard this story?
1: No, about him and David Price. I don't think
0: so. It's not mentioned enough, at least for my taste. Um, so David Price comes into the Red Sox clubhouse one day. This was early on in his Red Sox career, I think. Yeah. And uh, he was wearing, you know, I don't, I don't know shoes well enough, but let's just say like the newest, you know, the newest Kyries or the newest Durant shoes or whatever the fuck, you know. Yeah. The newest, the freshest pair of Yeezys on the market. So he comes in with them one day and they were evidently very unique because they stood out to people like people noticed them. Mm -hmm. The next day, Pete Abraham shows up with the exact same pair of shoes. Yikes. And goes, hey, David, same, same (laughs) Z's. Disgusting. (laughs) What a, what a tremendous (laughs) douchebag.
1: Disgusting.
0: So I respect this uh, this guy a lot more than Pete Abraham. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Ted
1: says, yes, they bought the same onesie. <laughs> same Zs. Uh, gross, dude.
0: Oh, Pete Abraham is the biggest the biggest douchebag of all time.
1: Yeah, I think so. Behind He um, tried to get me fired as an intern. Did he? Do I know that oh, story? Oh, yeah, you don't know that story? It could have been like when we first started and I was more nervous than anything when we were recording.
0: I don't think I told it on here, but I told, I probably told it on Kirk's show. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what the hell?
1: There hasn't been hundreds of, there hasn't been hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours of me listening to that show.
0: Right. No, I know. I, (laughs) I, I don't, I, when I
1: repeat myself, I always think of every radio show I've listened to where fucking Jim Norton has told the same story 10 million times. Yeah. That's the weirdest shit is I'll always remember the stuff they repeat and then I'll repeat everything.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And they have no memory of saying it. Like they'll retell it like it's the first time.
1: Yeah. And almost verbatim too.
0: Yeah. So that's why I always try and check myself. So if I have told this story, uh, if you know this story, let me know in the chat and maybe I'll stop myself. But uh, when I was uh, an intern at Barstool, actually the first guest I ever had. on. Oh, that's why Jared told it on the podcast once I think, but he told an abridged version. Mm -hmm. Um, But Jared was the first guest I ever had on my podcast. And uh, I asked him something. I asked him like who the biggest douchebag in media he ever dealt with was, and he said Pete Abraham. And he told the story of uh, how Pete Abraham was a dick to him. And basically, it was—I I forget the exact story, but the gist of it was: Pete Abraham is one of these guys who takes himself very seriously and shits on Jared and said Jared's not a real member of the media. Meanwhile, he buys matching shoes with players.
1: <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, Was this before or after David Price's uh, bunk bed comments towards Jared? Because that would be very telling. Oh, I don't know. Like he got wicked jealous of that comment and went, "Huh, same shoes." Yeah, no, I. You know what? I don't know that. Ugh.
0: Um, but on that podcast, uh, I I don't think I had a ton of listeners, but I guess maybe just because it's Jared, mm-hmm. uh, some people checked it out. And I get a phone call. And back then, like, I was probably too afraid. I might have tweeted it out, but I was definitely too afraid to, like, tag people that we talk shit about. Yeah. So I don't even think, like, I tagged him in anything. Like, I don't know how he found this. <laughs> but uh, I get a call. Well, I remember I was in Barstool Headquarters. I was sitting next to Hank. Mm-hmm. And I get a call. And I hear, oh, well, we knew it was coming actually because Hank filmed my end of the phone call. Yeah. It's somewhere on YouTube. Someone could probably find it um, because Feidelberg comes out of the back office.
1: We'll find If we find it, we'll do it in the board or whatever we're calling that tomorrow.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Um, so Feidelberg comes out of the back office and he goes, uh, he goes, hey, Mike, do you know Pete Abraham? And I was like, no. <laughs> and he goes, because uh, he's, he's all pissed at you for something. And I was like, me? And he goes, yeah, did you do a podcast about him? <laughs> and I was like, oh, uh, Jared mentioned him, I think. So uh, he 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 calls me. And uh, I, I feel like I'm missing some. De- I feel like maybe I must have said something about him on the podcast. Yeah. But I can't remember what it was. Hopefully, if we find that phone call, hopefully it'll fill in some of the blanks. But um. He, he calls me and he goes, uh, uh, Mike. And I said, yeah, he goes, Pete Abraham. And I said, hi, how are you? And he goes, uh, not real good. And I go, okay. And he said that, uh, members of his family. Oh, hold on. Let me go back. I remember what I did. <laughs> wait, I wasn't totally innocent. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> uh, so Jared was shitting on Kurob, on uh, on Abraham. Mm-hmm. So I told a story of uh, something a security guard, a former security guard buddy who a kid who used to work at Fenway, told me where Fenway security worked the Globies. Yep, the Boston Globe award show. Yep. And uh, Pete Abraham was just a relentless douchebag at it, I guess. Yeah. Like they asked him to get off his phone and he basically gave the like, do you, do you know who I am spiel? And it was while like a sick kid was like a kid from the Jimmy Fund was on stage or something. <laughs> so I told that story and I remember this, it's all coming back to me now. I prefaced it with, uh, I have no idea if this is true. I'm here in secondhand.
2: second
0: mm-hmm. hand. Um, so... In that phone call, he says, yeah. I said, how are you? And he says, uh, not real good. I said, why? He goes, I've got uh, members of my family calling me up and asking me why I make fun of mentally handicapped children. <laughs> and I go, well, that's real weird for a couple of reasons, Pete. <laughs> I go, because I see the amount of listeners I get. And if multiple members of your family were listening to my podcast on the day it came out they make up a massive percentage of the audience. <laughs> but also I was like, no, I said, I didn't, I go, I, you know, I heard it secondhand. I wasn't sure if that was true, uh, but it was a story I'd heard about you. And he goes, well, take you, goes, you need to take down the podcast. And I said, well, I'd be happy to have you on to talk about it. And he goes, talk about what? <laughs> and I go, I go, you can, Give your side of the story, add a little context, and he goes, Oh, like that'll do anything. <laughs> and I was like, It would. What do you mean? Well, I was like, well, first of all, it would, but what do you mean do anything, Pete? I'm an intern whose podcast is not on barstool,
1: like I'm promoting it myself. How many how many, no many listeners, knows who the fuck I am? How many listeners did you have then?
0: I think because I was an intern and Karabas was on it. Mm-hmm. Like a thousand. Yeah. And that, that I might be exaggerating. You know what I mean? Like it was that level. Not a ton of people. Right. Um, but yeah, so he was, he's all uh, indignant about it. He says, you got to take it down. And I was like, no, uh, he called me an asshole. And then this was my favorite line. He goes, uh, <laughs> oh, well, if the Minifans will like this one too. He goes, um, what if I said, uh, what if I went on a podcast and said that you like to fuck dogs, <laughs> and I go, uh, okay,
1: that'd be pretty funny.
0: <laughs> and he goes, he goes, well, what if I went on a podcast and I said that I had sex with your mother? And I said, I remember, I actually did say this. I believe again. Uh, hopefully, that video will prove it. But uh, I think I said well, she's a big girl; she could handle it. <laughs> <laughs> And uh so he said he he goes off on me and then he starts messaging Feidelberg again, who I guess at this point he thinks is my boss. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, like, how can you have guys that are this unprofessional working for you? Uh, this is a disgrace, blah, blah, blah. Essentially trying to get me fired. What do you think? It was
1: Dave he was talking to?
0: I th- I think he didn't know the hierarchy. Like he thought Feidelberg could just be like, You're out of here, you
1: know? <laughs> Good.
0: So yeah, that's my that's my Pete Abraham story, I guess.
1: <laughs> Sounds and like a great guy.
0: I don't remember how it relates to Dion, but
1: yeah, I don't remember how that started.
0: Oh, media douchebags! Right, right, right. So I respect this guy a, guy a lot more than Pete Abraham is what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, no, I uh, I I used to do security at the Boston Garden, so mm-hmm. I would see them like the Boston media all the time. And the nicest guy, hands down, was Tang Wei, actually. That does not surprise me. Yeah. And the biggest dickhead I've ever spoken to in my life was Brian Scalabrini. He was
0: a dick to me as well. He's a cocksucker. He was a complete, like, do you know who I
1: am kind of asshole. Yeah. You know who else was pretty nice was Cedric Maxwell. (laughs) He was pretty
0: good. He seems like a nice guy. He was. But I I, I don't know him at all. But yeah, I met Scal at a thing. And he was like a real dick until I until I think uh, Millmore, who works for Barstool,
1: was like we're with Barstool, mm-hmm. and he was like, oh, it's fucking tone changed yeah. all of a sudden. So like, I was I was security, so I was always posted up somewhere. So your interactions are quick for the most part, and you can really read. Like Max walked by, and I was like, hey, how you doing? He stopped and asked me how my day was. Really? Yeah. And with Tangway, yeah. I got I got like a, a mini radio show because I was posted up in the. Uh, have you ever been in the back there? No there's a like a freight elevator that there's a security oh, guard Oh yeah, I know in. what you're talking about, yeah. And he he was I was bringing him up to like I forget what floor. And uh I was like, "Hey, what do you think of uh Patriots Texans this week?" And he's like, "I just uh. he goes, I would never bet against Bill in November." <laughs> <laughs>
0: what a generic <laughs> Uh, he's the greatest yeah. He's probably just bored He wanted to talk to you
1: Yeah I talked to him for a few minutes Wicked nice guy
0: <laughs> That's uh, The most generic answer You could possibly give.
1: Yeah I was pumped though That Max wasn't a dickhead To me At least Yeah Yeah so fuck Scal Fuck Pete Abraham Fuck and Scal And do you have any more on Dion? <laughs> no that was the end of it
0: Yeah uh, So yeah He came off as uh, kind of a dick Is Jackson State
1: A big deal at all? Now they are because he's the coach. Because of Dion, are they D one? I don't even know. I think so, but they're like bottom of the barrel, I believe.
0: Yeah. Well, that should be interesting,
1: jack yeah. Let's see. But
0: I do, I do, I would like, even though he seems like kind of a dick. It'd be cool if they did well. Like I'd like to see Dion in
1: some big games. Absolutely. I just don't want to ever see him like that ever again. <laughs> you hear that, Dion? You've lost, Craig, as a fan. You, you, you lost me, dude. Like, <laughs> oh. Say it
0: ain't so, mean Joe <laughs>
1: Yeah, they are Division One. All right. Well, uh,
0: best of luck to Jackson State, uh, Pete Abraham. I hope you go to a hospital in Alabama and receive some unpleasant news. <laughs> and uh check out Vaulted Podcasts. Ever just funny guy working there? Apparently, a real cut cut up. <laughs> I saw that and I was like, from
1: the fucking clouds, dude. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That was that was funny. I'll give him that.
1: <laughs> um check out a
0: very good show
1: of course. Yeah, do that. New episode out now actually tonight. This is probably the free one so tonight. I mean a new one.
0: And uh, for those of you not subscribed to patreon.com, we've got a bunch of stuff back here. I guess you can call it extra goodies. Thank you, Jerry. You're on f- very prompt. <laughs> well, now I know when it's coming. I'm like, fuck. Jerry's very snappy. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah check out patreon.com slash blind as little as one dollar a month extra uh, five, and, five, and, five and ten dollar tiers extra you get, uh, two months free by signing up for a full extra year Extra and we do all kinds of wacky stuff back here extra goodies we do an hour of just that clip we play that <laughs> for ten dollars a month you get dairy just saying that over and
1: over again exactly
0: uh I think that's it right
1: anyone in the comments need anything uh uh, Anything else going on? People just talking about Max and Gary. I, I always say something at the beginning of the show. I forget what it was today,
0: but I always say like, hey, if you have any questions on this, we'll get to it towards the end. And they never they never listen to me. It's a very disrespectful group. I'm a disrespected leader here. Yeah. Uh, no, I love the gearheads. And... Uh, I hope all of you listening for free will become one as well. So, patreon.com slash mic. Um, that's it. <laughs>
1: Goodbye, everyone. Whoa. What? <laughs> I did something. And I
2: think
1: wow. Myself, <laughs> wow. What a beautiful world. I see
2: clouds
1: of
2: rain. Thank you.